0: The Fiends to handle Whisker presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are both of my co hosts. We have Holly Hooch and John and Guys. Here we are. It's the start of a new month. We got a new phobia, which of course we will be uh, introducing here momentarily. Uh, but you know after our last recording we sat down had a little bit of a uh, a watch party over uh, on the river side uh to watch the film we'll be talking about tonight uh and that was definitely an interesting way to uh to do a watch party since we had to uh, you know manually sync up uh instead of just doing like a screen share type setup but I had a lot of fun last week uh but you know maybe maybe Holly had a little bit too much fun you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I stayed up late and I tried to watch The Abyss, but it didn't work out. <laughs> Although, I, you know, I only got through half of it, and then I was like, "This is some—it's too late. I'm too tired." And it—it it was enough for me to realize that it is a lot better than Leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I saw Leviathan first and enjoyed it and loved it, and then, you know, we <laughs> got The Abyss. Like I mean, immediately, like, "Oh shit, this is really good."
2: <laughs> yeah, you can definitely see. It how it was kind of the king of the underwater (laughs) movies. The underwater Uh uh-huh. Did you not finishing it?
1: No um yeah oh I did want to say that uh so I'm not feeling super great today so that's why I'm not um sharing my camera but you know I'm here to I'm here to chat about society.
2: You're actually (laughs) dialing in from a top secret location.
1: Yes, I'm laid out. I, I got too much sun. <laughs> I'm just done.
2: Nice. Yeah, see. Talk about society light, the only, the only light you in general. From
0: the uh, your screen.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. From the monitor screen.
0: <laughs> anything else is just too much.
2: But we're just going to talk about society in general tonight. Yeah. Not about the movie or anything. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, of course, I am your host, Emily really Drunk. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's the start of a new month. We got a new phobia. Uh, so, this month's film selections revolve around Plutophobia and the fear of wealth. Uh, so, before we jump into the discussion tonight, just a few general reminders. I've been hosting the watch parties on Stream Lounge throughout August. They will be on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday nights. And, of course, Stream Lounge is free to download both on PC. Uh, and Mac. Uh, So if you're looking to, you know, find what I'll be streaming, you can find the full schedule posted in our show notes. Uh, So, you know, last week we wrapped up our Aquaphobia discussion with uh, one of several underwater horror movies that came out in 1989 with Leviathan, uh, which definitely drew a lot of inspiration and cues from The Thane and Alien, which we had talked about on last week's episode. Uh, And, you know, tonight... We're basically going to be learning how, uh, you know, the rich are constantly feeding off of the poor in society. Now, here's the thing about this movie. Uh, chances are, if you are a fan of the genre, you have either seen society or you have at least heard about society in some regard. And if you have heard about society in any regard, it's probably the last act of the movie. Sure, you might not have all the details, someone might give you a bare-bones image for you to put in your head. Uh, But, you know, if you have no idea what the final act of society entails, well, uh, buckle up. You know, hang on to your butts at this point. We'll get into it, because it's definitely a very infamous moment in cinema, not just genre-specific. But, you know, this is a movie that keeps its story, you know, fairly simple. You know, we follow Bill, who is this troubled like 17, 18 year old uh, who is living with this rich Beverly Hills family uh, and he feels like he doesn't really belong. I mean, I'm sure we've all been there. Uh, he feels like something is wrong with this family, which is only heightened by the fact that uh, someone is secretly recording uh, some strange happenings and conversations that are going on with his family. Uh, and, you know, this this movie has some, like, voyeurism aspects because, uh, you know, obviously it's, like, secretly recording from the closet or putting a bug in Erin so you could, like, record audio and all of that stuff. But basically, everything is a lead up to, like, this big extravagant party towards the end of the movie, uh, which... By the time you finish watching this movie, you're probably going to feel like you need to go shower immediately because of just how much goo is kind of, like, involved in the final act. But, you know, I, I know for me, like, I have seen this movie multiple times. Uh, was Wednesday a first-time watch for you guys?
1: No, I'd actually seen this movie a couple of times. Uh, and, in fact, uh, it's I, when I was a kid, I used to go to, the, you know, the, uh, the Blockbuster, right, in my neighborhood or, or video rental place, which... You know, um, I remember there being like mom and pop video places, which is kind Mm -hmm. of
2: crazy. Yeah, you
1: can get videos (laughs) down the street. So (laughs) I would go down there and I remember the cover of this movie and walking by it a million times. It's just been around for, you know, it's it's been uh, available to people for for such a long time. And it's uh, I, I just really enjoy this movie.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. This is a movie that I I'm a huge fan of. Uh, reanimator mm-hmm. from beyond and this comes from a lot of the same people who made those movies and it was made after those movies so something I had heard about even you know back when it was initially coming out and I think I was only able to see it on video because I'm pretty sure it never came out in the theater around me in any way uh, but it yeah, no, it, it was a movie I saw a long time ago and then completely forgot, except for the end, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so it was kind of like a rewatch, or kind of like seeing it for the first time in terms of rewatching it for the story and the first three quarters of the movie, basically.
1: Yeah, the movie's is uh, pretty batshit insane, which is hilarious. And, um, I mean, it, it was really fun to watch it with you guys last week. Because there's there there's just so many like what the fuck is this moments like my favorite one was uh, Clarissa's mom who was basically the same age as her, and remember the the redhead that couldn't quite talk right, and then just became part of like the the search party or like the rescue party, I don't know where like what the fuck was that that went nowhere, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's shit like that that makes this movie like so great.
2: Yeah, the story is uh, is I think sort of actively hard to follow like you have to really pay attention to what's going on kind of closely because there's a lot of story kind of delivered in the dialogue in the scenes and it's kind of a lot you know it's there's a lot of talking in the first three quarters of the movie uh and a lot of like almost like the mystery story of the main character trying to figure out what his deal is with the family um and so yeah i can almost see like not to cr- criticize the movie because i feel like it's a cult hit but not to the level of reanimator or from the yeah.
1: there's plenty to talk shit about though yeah
2: <laughs> and it's like <sighs> It, the the story was the weaker aspect. I think that's why everybody remembers the end, because uh, the end is obviously awesome in terms of special effects and the craziness and everything. Right. <laughs> but like in the lead-ups, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of kind of crazy story stuff where you're just kind of like, okay, wait. It, it's almost like a soap opera in a weird way, you know?
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, like this was from uh Brian Usna, who did do you know From Beyond and Reanimator. And you know, this, this really shows like no restraints when it comes to uh, high society and just the portrayal of the rich as like very grotesque beings. Uh, and, you know, the special effects were done by Screaming Mad George. Uh, and you know, what's what's interesting about society is really early on, like through the audio recordings. Like, we're kind of, like, leaning into what to expect in the final act of the movie, Uh, but, you know, it's playing with your mind because, obviously, you're only seeing the audio of it, and, you know, like, even during, like, the opening credits, we kind of, like, have, like, uh, a more, like, abstract visual, uh, which kind of also ties into the final act as well, and I thought that was really early, it's, it's, like, it's, Showing your hand a little bit, but you're not actually getting the full scope of things, which I thought was very interesting to do. Uh, so by the time you actually get to the third act, you're like, "Oh yeah, like this is actually what's going down." You you have an idea, but you know what's actually displayed on the screen is far worse <laughs> than uh, what what you're initially anticipating. Uh, kind of going into there.
2: And- you're talking, of course, about the shower scene where he sees who is it? His sister, right? Right. Because there's a lot of weird.
1: Yeah, it, there's. Is yeah, intentional. It's really heavy on the the shock the the shock value of incest? <laughs>
2: and she's kind of her body is kind of changing around in impossible ways.
1: Where, the shower scene where her face and her butt are facing the same way. <laughs> yeah. And then he opens the shower door. Yeah. But yeah.
2: And she's just normal again, instantly.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, you were mentioning the different um, features of, of the story, which was like, you know, the, we've got incest, we've got um, uh, voyeurism, we've got uh, all sorts of uh, different sort of crazy things coming out in the movie. But when you first watch it, when I watched it was a little kid, you know, you you get that, of course, the shock value of the rich eating the poor and then also the the incest glob. <laughs> and, um and then rewatching it again, you know, through more you know analytical eye or whatever, uh, the the voyeurism part is actually way more. Um, it jumps out to, out at me a lot more these days. <laughs> I thought that was interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. And the incest part is, of course, one of the like this being a movie about the rich and how they're kind of a separate species from regular people. The the That's kind of one of the not that that really anyways. The incest angle is always kind of one of those sort of urban legends about the very wealthy is that there's a lot of incest going on, and so the movie sort of leans into that in terms of the family. That's the the focus of the story plays heavily, but at least it's intentional. It's not like accidental (laughs) references.
0: And it's also, you know, there's also the bit, too, like, when it comes to the audio recording where, you know, he, he turns the recorded into, uh, like, the guidance counselor, basically. But it kind of, like, does the spin to where, you know, it's going with, like, well, the rich can really get away with anything because he, like, tampers with the actual evidence uh, in this case. to so like, make it appear that things quite aren't what they actually are uh in this case. So, you know, you kind of have like that subplot of, you know, is everything just in my head? Like am I just absolutely batshit crazy and paranoid or are these things actually happening? <laughs> uh and you know, all along the way you have basically uh people that are, are in Beverly Hills get in for lack of a better term like fixed to like fit into society uh, in this case where you know, once they're taken, you know, they they're just so happy go lucky and you know, they're just happy to be involved but I I, I think for me, one of the things that kind of falters in this movie specifically is like, you know, Billy's meant to be like this outcast. Like with this family and just in society in general, but it doesn't necessarily really feel that way throughout the majority of the movie.
1: You mean because he's like a captain of whatever team he's on and he's like the Mm -hmm. suiting body president. So he's got all these like he's he's definitely an achiever an overachiever. So, mm-hmm. I, that kind of adds to the element of, like, how can he be an outsider when he's so great at everything?
2: Yeah, I and mean, he's, like, a really good-looking, like, fit guy, too. So, it's like, he's kind of a jock himself, in a lot of ways, and very sporty. And so, it's kind of like, yeah, he fits in. If he
1: doesn't fit in, right, who does?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Smoke, that's who. Yep. yeah. And really, it's like when he talks about it's really just kind of in the dialogue where he's just telling us he doesn't feel like he fits in, but we're not really being shown how he doesn't fit in. And he gets along with his sister really well too. They have like a really good relationship.
1: That's true. You know, the gross parts aside, but it's uh, I really I mean I don't think I've seen I don't know I, I like seeing him in in his uh, in his therapy sessions. I'm like that's so crazy for a high school senior. <laughs> Captain this and that to be well Maybe it's not as uncommon as I think it is But I thought that was neat
2: It was high school right not college That yeah, mm-hmm. they were in Okay yeah I kept for some reason Thinking they were in college probably because all the Actors were in their late 20s and early 30s Like a lot of movies yeah. <laughs> uh, But uh, yeah no, that was kind of The, the flaw of this Movie like a lot of movies that we've reviewed on here that kind of like this movie i feel like falls into the category of it's almost kind of really a great movie but it falls short a bit and i feel like the reason it falls short is because there's this kind of seed of a really great story where you could have this really like wealthy affluent family where they're all good looking and uh really good at everything. And then you have the one family member who's really awkward and weird and doesn't look like anyone in the family. And then they have like kind of a more cohesive mystery story where he's like, I, you know, there's something wrong. I'm going to investigate my own family.
1: Yeah. And he ends up just stumbling into any, everything like nothing, like it's none of his effort really pays off. It's just him stumbling into like this reality, which, which I think is a part of its charm. How crazy that is. And then, of course, uh, we can talk about Clarissa for a little bit, right? What's her deal? How come she can help him and be nice, but not... I don't understand the, the lore. Is that Does anybody the si- have any theories?
2: Is that the sister?
1: No, that's the... the, uh, the Not the girlfriend, but the, the girl that he kind of is chasing throughout the movie and at the end that he rescues her, sort of, because she was helping him before. I don't know. I get mixed up.
2: Yeah, I know. It's a little hard to follow. <laughs> um. I think that's just inconsistencies of the writing basically is, you know, it's like there's a ton of plot threads and stories and things happening in this movie. And it, like like I said, it made it for me hard to follow because it's just like, we go here and then we have this conversation and then we go over here and we have this conversation and, you know, we kind of, sort of doing the mystery thing but as you said oh, he just kind of falls into finding things out and then it's also his friend who's doing the investigating and so I don't know yeah kind of, that stuff kind of doesn't totally work for me yeah.
1: like the- funny. what's that?
2: I was just going to say I like the actor who plays the friend but that yeah. character just is weird it doesn't quite work
1: yeah they didn't give him too much of a backstory either <laughs> all of a sudden he's like wow this guy's really going to help Okay. <laughs> and he's like the
2: reporter for the school paper, right? Is that why he's investigating? Or is he just doing it for the heck of it? What was the...
1: I can't I, remember. I, 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 I... Do you remember why he's doing it?
0: All, all I know is he's spending plenty of time in Jenny's <laughs> closet, you know, trying to get a good look as she's, you know, getting out yeah, of her dress.
1: That's so <laughs> creepy. I I think this
2: is something that the character was doing before the beginning of the story. I think he was just already investigating him when we come yeah, into the probably, story he probably this. had oh, the
0: okay. and then you know things starting to unravel a little bit and be like what the, t- the hell is going on here and then at that point he's already he's already stuck like he's gonna have to spend more time in the closet
2: mm-hmm. and we i mean it's okay like i feel like i don't want to slam the, I, I don't like to slam movies too hard but sometimes a, a review has to be sort of negative overall <laughs> about stuff, yeah. uh, but I was going to say too that uh, yeah, one of the things that bugs me about the first three quarters of this movie is that it's a this is a, a, a you know it's meant to be a horror movie. This is basic, it's a horror movie, and yet we kind of only get that cool shower scene at the beginning where we see some weird stuff. But as far as I can remember, there's kind of nothing...
1: There's no kills. There's what? Well, until the very end, the kills, right? I mean, there's just nobody... There's nobody getting hurt, and that really bothers me. Uh, there's
2: no... Nobody's, like, <laughs> getting murdered. There's no, like... We don't really see, like, any other weird kind of yeah, transformation okay. stuff. It's not... It's not a like orgy Monster. You know, when... You, yeah, when you... To compare it to its family of movies, it's a cinematic universe. <laughs> 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 the reanimator cinematic universe. Uh, it, those movies, of course, have horror stuff going on throughout, and they ha- Re Animator has a lot of scenes of people standing around talking too. But it always has something happening. You know, every you know five or ten minutes, or every fifteen minutes, you get something horror related. But this movie really kind of goes all into this story. And kind of mystery about the main character for the whole beginning thing, and I feel like that was kind of a mistake because it's like, and he's the. I feel like it's a weird mistake for Brian Yuzna to make because he's the producer of those previous other movies, and he would have known like we gotta, you gotta have the blood, you know, you gotta have the gore. Sprinkled throughout and have it continuous through the movie.
1: I think that uh, I um in just other other reviews, other other comments, other people have made on the movie. Somebody mentioned that because of the the subject matter, that they were afraid that they were just going to get a rating that they couldn't really negotiate. So they they purposefully didn't add any blood for that reason. Which that was pretty interesting. It's always like, yeah, if you want an orgy monster, you're going to have to give up a lot.
2: But at least. The- Give us more weird transformations, you know. Yeah. That yes, you know, some effects. is expensive, you know. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they say they figured we'll have the huge blowout at the end, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and it's. Uh, it, well, I think also I. Um, I heard that. Uh, what was it? She, oh yeah, that the movie's supposed to be very surreal, right? So you, you're not supposed to know when is he sane, is he not sane? Uh, are things really happening the way that they're happening? Uh, but I felt like nobody in the movie behaved according to their motivation. You know, like what what would be a, a an, an obvious motive of how to behave? Like nobody had that going on. Like even the 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 sister's boyfriend that did the recording. Like, why is he begging to talk to her and like sort of try to get back with her? Right, that's the whole thing. Right, that he was. Well, I guess yeah. he was investigating her. It wasn't that he wanted her back, but like, why not be afraid of of you know being found out? Or, I don't know. I just, that was a weird character.
2: You mean, like, how he was, like, really openly, like, oh, there's something crazy going on with this family. Yes, and still being in
1: there, still trying to talk to her, you know? Like, why are you, what?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another kind of weird inconsistency with the story. Uh, It definitely feels like the... I think Brad like, literally made like he's not just the producer or director. I think he also kind of came up with the story. I don't know if he wrote the script, but I think those stories were all his idea. And I feel like this was a movie centered around that single idea where he was like, wow. "I got this great idea of incest
1: orgy monster." <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> and, we're going to write a movie around that idea, what basically.
1: <laughs> well, I have to so work as I AquaSlash a slash is a new society.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. This, this is very much like AquaSlash in that way. I and mean, it's very much like it's the same. I feel like I'm saying a lot of the same things about both movies where there's this seed of a really great idea that could have been ex- done a little bit better. Uh, but, um, it doesn't quite, you know, they don't quite do it on that aspect of the movie. And that's the funny thing is when you see this movie talked about in greatest of, you know, horror documentaries where it's like top 100 horror movies of all time or whatever, and this is on the list, they always only talk about the last scene. You know, nobody talks about anything other than that scene or shows clips from anything other than that scene
1: (laughs) the only other clips that they could show would be uh the girlfriend uh sex scene where her her face is also facing her the same way as her butt oh yeah there is that one
2: sex scene right Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and that's the only other sort of interesting thing that happens away from this the the incest orgy monster
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: exactly which uh I don't want to jump
2: too far ahead. I mean, I guess we can get there sooner than later to the end since that's kind of the whole movie, talking about it. But I do kind of want to bring up the fact that uh, the big event that they're working towards uh, is called the shunt, right? The shunting, which we looked up the definition of shunting. It basically means like, putting a hole in someone to drain fluids, bodily fluids, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good, like, it's a good term for, what. Like, although, you know, when you kind of think it through, I'm not totally sure how it relates to what happens in the um, end of the I'm season. laughing
1: because uh, you, you make it sound like <laughs> we were doing research when really it was just us drunkenly, like... Googling the word and definition and going, oh, well, no I way. mean, co- Look at consider that.
0: that the judge is basically <laughs> just like, you know, but I can't remember what the exact phrase was, but he's talking about the guy's butt, basically, because he says bottom something. So, I mean, it's pretty oh, yeah. obvious what orifice uh, everything's getting drained from uh, in this case. But, you know, what's interesting is, like, before we get to that point, you know, you kind of, like, have, like, these things that are happening that feel a little bit out of place, like, the whole, like, debates that they're having early on for, like, the school presidency or whatever, and you have, like, the one random chick uh, flashing her panties, basic instinct style, uh, you know, in front of him, and the guy gets choked up, of course, because, you know, he's a horny high schooler uh, in this case, but, you know, like, right out of the gate, he's just, like, calling everyone like brainless morons basically and it's just like well you know like it's not really a great way for you to win the vote like or have the popular vote just because you're a jock doesn't mean like you can just outright just be like yeah whatever you guys are all fucking idiots and then not have to worry about it just because you're going mm. up against like the geeky uh kid in this case
1: yeah and i i don't i still don't understand the rules like was that kid he was allowed to join society but he wasn't part of it before. Cause no, you're supposed to be born into it. Like it's, there's a lot of shit that was left unexplained as to like why the majority of them would be in on it with the exception mm-hmm. of the one chick that kind of liked him. Although I guess that would mean like, you know, there's cracks in the class system when two people from different classes get it on. I don't know. <laughs> this is confusing. Yeah.
2: Right. Cause it's, they were trying to sort of do this weird thing where, we were supposed to relate to the main character as though he were like, like a regular guy and who's like in this crazy situation. But, but he it, a
0: Jeep, somehow. $11,000 Jeep. But yeah, exactly. That's,
2: yeah. He has this super nice Jeep, super expensive and all tricked out. And, uh, he's part of, <coughs> excuse me. He's part of the society. Like, He's in the society from the beginning of the story, as far as I can tell.
1: I think he was being raised to be a sacrifice for the for the incest orgy monster party. Well,
2: no, but he, that was the thing. I think he was. At first, I thought he was supposed to be a sacrifice for them. But I think, wasn't it that we f- figured out that more he was meant to be like new genetic blood? What about
1: new blood because of like stagnant, you know, blue blood. Blood kind of thing yeah,
2: inbreeding yeah and that they needed to bring in this new fresh genetics from him so he was kind of being sacrificed because he would sort of lose his individuality to becoming part of the society but he was never really an outsider in the first three quarters of the story but we were supposed to sort of think of him as an outsider and he was supposed to sort of be an outsider but he wasn't and he's kind of a jerk. He's not really likable. <clears throat> he's always kind of yelling at everybody. And I, I don't know if they did a good enough job because it didn't come across well enough to me, the society people, the rich people being like jerks and bullies to everybody. Because as T, as you mentioned, when he's giving that speech and I forget if it's the debates or a speech later in the movie. I think there's a few speeches in this movie for <laughs> him, where he kind of goes off on the rich people in the crowd, right? Where he's kind of like, oh, these people. Uh... But they didn't, I don't think the movie did a good enough job sort of portraying them as like really terrible people where him doing that would sort of have any effect on the audience. <laughs> you know, or on the audience in yeah, the movie, yeah, though. Yeah. It's part of uh,
0: I think the only like bad light they really showed early on is just kinda like the way that society dealt with death. Because they do like have like that scene that's set up as like a car crash when they're targeting like the one kid to like reprogram him or however you want to like you know describe it. And you know, he tries to bring it up and it's kinda like a follow-up to like the initial debate. Like this is like the second wave of it, essentially uh and you know he's like trying to say like you know he's trying to tell he was trying to warn us whatever and you know isn't it a little weird like you know the the honor society kid is like late you know this kid has perfect attendance and he's not here and then you know you see him like strolling in all happy-go-lucky because uh he's been turned he's been turned at, by, into society you know, the rest of the rich people <laughs> Uh, which I thought was interesting. But, you know, you also have, like, that moment, too, with Billy and, like, the police officer, like, during a car crash scene, and he's, like, trying to, like, go for the uh, recorder, (laughs) you know, to try to get evidence. And uh, I know, of course, the cop is also in on it because he is in the final act of the movie. Granted, he's not actually partaking, but, you know, he's getting his eye full, uh, which I thought was interesting. But even just the way that they handle death as a whole, because, you know, when you get to uh Tony Ferguson's party, you know, like when Billy comes home, he has like the invitation to the party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're having this conversation with his family. And they're asking to him, Well, what are you gonna wear? And, you know, Billy's like, to the funeral? And they're like, no, silly, to the party, because that's all they care about is maintaining that, you know, elite status you know they're they're only interested in their mm-hmm. soirée. They don't give a shit yeah, about, you know, that. whatever else is happening in the world because anything else is technically going to be below them mm-hmm. in this case. So I thought I thought it was a very intriguing way to like kind kind of deal with that. but yeah, just the way that everyone as a whole uh reacted to death in general, you know, was very off-putting in this case.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, they were definitely the rich people were always portrayed as very kind of flippant and like not caring about anything. That was kind of their main sort of evil point. Yeah. It
1: was all it wasn't until the very end that you get a like a very clear villain, which is uh that, that old dude yeah, with the, the with the cigar. <laughs> I didn't bother remembering his name, the judge. Uh because I mean like his parents are sort of part of that, but uh you don't really, they don't really have a lot of lines, and they don't really have a lot of like energy behind their, their involvement in the movie. But the judge is the first time that you see, like, oh, here's the head honcho, I guess.
2: hmm Was he the butt face or butt head? Oh, that was the dad, right. Yep. <laughs> that was, like, the big... I feel, that might be the second reason this movie was made, so that they could make that joke.
1: You, I'm telling you, there was a... Oh, I didn't say this earlier. So I shouldn't say I'm telling you. But also, you know, that was some. That was also commented by other reviewers that apparently uh, the effects came first and then the reason for them to exist in the movie came later. So yeah. that's some exciting stuff.
2: No, that is definitely apparent for sure.
1: So it's when a- I... Yeah, when we talk about how enjoyable the movie is it's because it's just dumb fun and the bigger um, the bigger components of it which are like the the shocking ones like you know the the um, of course the <laughs> it's a sorgy monster I don't know why I try to fight those words so much that's what it is uh but, you know after the shock of that you know there's there's not a lot super a lot of like you know uh, 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 content to go after in the movie but it's still fun
2: mm-hmm. yeah for sure <laughs> it's <laughs> like yeah, no, that's. I mean, uh, should, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but it's sort of just like you gotta have that more, more gore. Like I always, you know, joke about the more lore, more lore, more gore lore. for this one. Like how can it's just how do they do? How do they make this? And I understand that not having blood part. they were just, you I mean, sex. More craziness. Yeah, more crazy effects from. Screaming Mad George in this movie, but yeah, you know the the shunting is the big event of the movie, and it's, I mean, but what do what is I guess the question I want to pose is what is the shunting, like what is it besides a, a sort of fleshy sex orgy.
1: So it's a fleshy sex orgy, number one. Number two, they have somebody to snack on, because I don't think they eat regularly, right? Like, you know, the food that they actually need, which is a human yeah. blood.
2: Do they never show them eat
1: real food? Um, actually I don't remember seeing I I can't remember. So uh T. Well they, do you remember they, if they had they eat the food, food <laughs> out on
0: display. The only time we actually ever see them consume in anything is during That's the orgy true. when they're <laughs> like what? the champagne.
1: If you're in the orgy, yeah. If it's just supposed to be insiders, although I guess they're trying to trick their their friends, into, not their friends, they're, they're praying to thinking that uh, it's a regular party. But still, why spend so much on it? Never mind. I don't know. But they're they're eating them for sure, John. So mm-hmm. the shunting is, uh, um, I don't know, eating the poor.
2: And they all merge with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's no...
2: And again, and to bring up the lore aspect, again, there is no lore, There's no lore. in movie in terms of what the rich people is. At least as far as I can tell. I don't know if, if um, guys... I
1: think they're supposed to have been... They're an old, um, ancient species. They're, I mean, they've been here as long as humanoids, apparent Or not humanoids, us, humans. <laughs> I guess where, they're the humanoids.
2: Where did they explain that in the story?
1: I didn't catch it in the store. I caught it when it's somebody yeah, else's homework. Can't really review. explain it. Like,
0: <laughs> they're called socialites in this case, but like, of course, like Billy calls them aliens, and you know, like the judge outright denies mm-hmm.
1: it. When they say like we're not aliens, we've been here as long as humans. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he actually says they're not aliens when he yeah. calls yeah. them aliens.
1: We've been here just as long. aliens.
2: On one hand, I do kind of think it's cool to not explain them and to sort of, you know, they're not aliens. They're not supernatural really per se. <laughs> um, and it's kind of cool that this sort of, this movie sort of just makes, it's almost like it's just making the point that rich people are just different than normal people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when you're, Super rich, and you're you've always been rich, and you come from a super rich family. You're like a different species than a regular person. And it
1: doesn't matter how handsome and athletic and uh, well loved you are you're you're never going to be that. You know, you're never going to be in society because you have to be born into it. Although, except for that one nerdy kid from the debate, but maybe he was born into it. But damn it, that lore we could really use some. (laughs) Well, it seemed.
2: The, it really felt, and I don't know why I thought this, but yeah, it felt like they were eating the friend, right? But not, mm, yeah, they ate him, they, didn't they? Well, the main character, I felt like, were they eating him or were they sort of making him? him and making
1: him part of the society? I think, I think eating, but I'm not sure. Eating. now. it could be anything, John. It could, don't. Don't.
0: <laughs> well, <he laughs> don't, play rabbit I don't think it's worth it unlike the other kid
2: so okay so i can't even remember at this point does he the main character survive how does he yeah. run?
1: he runs out of that house with the cutie that's also in society but somehow has left society to be with him <laughs> i don't know i don't know and also a third friend three of them run away
2: Yeah, does she have the ability to change and transform?
1: Well, we know she can twist around. And and so, yeah, so
2: basically, it kind of, a little bit shoots itself in the foot again in terms of the story because on one hand, I like the fact that it's not explained, but then the problem with not explaining it is that now we're kind of like, Yeah, this is
1: that conversation, yeah. We're like, why? Why? How did happened? that have to happen? Why? How? <laughs> and then why? Yeah, it's just, there's so many questions. Again, this, the uh, I could have used a little bit more lore, or at least a little bit more consistency, you know? It wouldn't have taken much, but I don't think they gave a shit. Because
2: it's like, he's trying to make a movie that's sort of making a point. It's, it's sort of meant to be like a metaphor or something, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But yet he clearly didn't think it through and kind of really come up with a good story to make that happen. And so, yeah, it just kind of ends up being confusing, but a cool visual.
1: Because then There's police officers, but they're not part of society. They're like society adjacent, right? Like they're paid out by society. Yeah. Is that what's happening. Is that what Clarissa was maybe where like, it seems like they have a lot of information about what's going on, but they're not actually part of society.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of... I mean, it makes sense that they would... And that's kind of real, by the way, Uh, not to... to, Just to take a little tangent, but I was recently watching a big documentary about uh, the Playboy mansion and and Hugh Hefner. And this... I mean, thinking about it now, this could almost... This movie could almost be like a reference to that because... uh, In the documentary, they talk about how there was a lot of dark, bad stuff that happened in the Playboy Mansion. And that basically Hugh Hefner had that same kind of arrangement with the police of the area where he was so wealthy and so influential that basically the police would not, you know, do anything against him. He, He would hire them to work as security guards for his parties and pay them tons of money. And then if something crazy happened or something, you know, really off the rails happened, the police would just look the other way basically Mm -hmm. and uh, allow it. And so it's definitely, this movie is definitely, I think, commenting on that kind of idea. Yeah.
1: So these are sort of like fringe, fringe uh, um, players at the, the fringe of society. And so they're not exactly society, but they they have to have some sort of a arrangement with, with humans in order to, I don't know. I don't know if we should be pulling so much, <laughs> so much logic out of this movie, but yes, I get it. it
2: was, yeah, he was kind of making his stick it to the man movie. Yeah, didn't really like he didn't stick it, but you know, but he did make his big. Scene. He did throw it away because he did do that big last scene, and that's been remembered for Monster. for ages now.
0: <laughs> yeah, with a bunch of gooey yeah, people. I mean, what, what else would you they think Depraved like like... orgy, Which is just flesh on flesh across the board.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. When Brian Usna. Hopefully he'll live forever, but the day that Brian Usna is eulogized, they'll <laughs> play like a clip from society <laughs> of the final orgy scene and they'll be. I knew that was a filmmaker. He was a great man.
1: We're, we're gonna project it onto his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Nightly showings, everyone. This man
0: did this.
2: The movie he will always be remembered for.
0: Either that, or get into oral sex from a severed head. Yeah, I mean, Oh, yeah.
2: I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it, it that's the thing though. Didn't this isn't this movie still X-rated even though they tried to get around it? Or is it R rated? Sure. I feel like it would still be X because of how graphic that last scene is, even though there's no blood, you know. <coughs> Let's
0: see. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Looks like it is rated R.
2: Oh wow. I guess that was enough to uh, get it around it the
0: sensors. For bizarre That's kind of a language.
1: <laughs> bizarre sexuality.
0: I mean, what's so bizarre nice. about being ass backwards?
1: <laughs> Nothing. You did it twice?
2: Being a butt face. Mm. The events were great, though. They did a lot of kind of the thing kind of
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know everybody merging together and uh I think they did some of those like hands coming out of people's mouths Mm
1: -hmm.
2: mhm that you kind of see here and there and the butt face guy what else happened
1: in the big orgy (sighs) let's see uh I mean, was oh, just oh, got... He goes upstairs, and for some reason, uh, his family's having a mini orgy. Like, why aren't they part of the big one? I didn't get that. And so uh, I think, that's going on. I think that and he runs past because, that. Like, the
0: daughter was like first going to introduce the society, so they were having like their oh, their like opening right. ceremony, so to speak. So that was like her introduction before oh. she's like brought out into the wild of society and like integrated into right. the whole, you know. <laughs>
2: Her coming out party.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that that that, that scene is Creepy. so okay. weird, though, because you know you obviously like see the mother and you have like that deformity, and then like you have the daughter who's yeah. basically where the mom's vagina should be, and then she's like trying to lick her brother, and then you see the dad, which was a literal butthead who's like basically farting, which yeah, you, like uh, it's, it's it's I mean he's blowing raspberries in this case. Uh, but, you know, he is a literal butthead, yeah. so it basically is him farted.
2: Well, and, and one thing I'm noticing as we do this review and discussion is how little we've talked about the main character. Oh, of yeah. the story. Isn't it interesting? Because he's such a kind of non-entity in the story. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's in it all the time. And he's there. <laughs> but it's like i can't even tell you i can't the thing i can't do with this movie is i can't say this happened and then this happened and then they did this and then that this happened i can't do that for this movie like i it's like all i remember when i think of this movie is scenes of people talking there's like a lot of tennis courts and <laughs> ivy and kind of mansions and people talking and then there's the big final shunt event <laughs>
1: the big but it's like,
2: you know, I can't. it's like the character just you know there's definitely no character arc that's for sure he just no,
1: something happens in the forest like somebody has a car crash and then he ends yeah. up at the girls house how did that happen and why did that happen
2: was that the friend who had the car crash the main character's best friend, I think. Maybe.
1: And then, like, yeah. And I'm still upset about Clarissa's mom. Like, how? Why? There's no reason for her to exist. And yes, she is.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, right. Thanks for bringing that up. I completely forgot. The character who was supposed to be the mother of that other character, but she was clearly in her mid-late 20s. But they sort of, her, yeah, she looked like she, like she might have been, like, late teens, early 20s. But they sort of dressed her to look like she was supposed to be one of the kids' mothers. And then she was sort of...
1: Maybe, like, stepmom or something. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But I don't, they, think, I don't think there was a reason for her to be there other than being, like, this weird sort of, like, half-wit um, character that they... that. But honestly, like, she didn't... She wasn't a liability and she wasn't a support. So she didn't need to exist. I guess her, the whole reason for her to exist was the shock value that she was not mentally there because somehow of society. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the implication. And so that's why Clarissa can sort of like not be entirely in society because like there's her nobody really watching. Like, her.
0: only moment was like, she was like weighing down one of the guys so the kid could sneak into the party basically yeah. like undercover as the police officer.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, she. Yeah, it seemed like she was meant to be something bigger, but ended up just kind of being the goofy, like comedy character.
1: Yeah, which wasn't very comedic, and it's awkward, and yeah. It
2: weird. It, it, that really definitely did not make sense.
1: Thank God for incest orgy monster, <laughs> or else this movie it would be watchable. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally forgot about uh
2: about that character because she would disappear. but yeah, no, I was thinking it would be, they should have when the car accident with the BMW happened, they they should have had the monkey from uh, the monkey rescue the character, you know.
1: From oh shit! The- what movie was that? The Dario Argento was it? Yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That was great. Oh, Phenomenal, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end. That was the, that was the most <laughs> hilarious review we recorded. Because he forgot that at the very end, the monkey comes back with a razor blade, or with a straight blade and he kills people. And you're like, really? <laughs> that kind that have of a happened. moment. That sorry, sorry happened. to call you out.
2: That should have happened in this movie. That monkey should have appeared with a razor and started killing people. Yeah, I know. It's like I feel like you know I don't want to crap on this movie, but this movie I think gets a little too maybe gets a bit of a pass because of who made it and because of the last scene. It gets included on a lot of best of lists, and I, I feel like it it's a
1: lot of uh, it checks a lot of uh, things on the list, you know, and it, it scratches a lot of itches. And like I said, you know, when my My still, my, my impression still is that I enjoy it, you know, even though like it's got so many fucking issues, you know, just coming into the reveal was like, you know what? I loved it, which is kind of an overstatement, but no, I, I enjoyed watching it and you're right that when you really pay attention, there's nothing there, but at least they make kind of a good show of it. You kind of forget that it's kind of a shitty movie. And then of course you have like the big finale and then later, you know, you kind of forget it easily, like you were saying, but yeah, (laughs) it comes back every once in a while.
2: Yeah, no, it is entertaining though. That's true. It's not a bad movie in terms of being it, boring. That's
0: yeah, sure. it's entertaining, but it's still a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, We haven't even talked about the final fight scene. <laughs> when,
1: <gasps> like, why would they let that happen? And yeah, just you know, yeah, yeah. Billy
0: Boy going so up weird. against, you know, the.
1: Oh no! No, there was a bomb.
0: Yeah, sorry, I forgot yeah, that there was a Billy bomb. Billy Boy basically <laughs> going up against like for lack of a better term, like, the prince, essentially. (laughs) Like, like the next in line in regards to power, and, you know, of course, Billy's just getting the absolute shit punched out of him. And, you know, as we're watching this, I'm just like, oh, don't worry, guys. Like, he's just trying to wear him out, you know, he's trying to, you know, expend all his energy, and then he's gonna come Mm -hmm. back with a flurry, and then be A-okay. That didn't really turn out that way. Uh, But, of course, you know, he's trying to shunt Billy, uh, in this case. Uh... But mm-hmm. that didn't happen either, because uh, Billy had other plans. And you know, that's that that particular scene, uh, and you know, outside of the orgy, was probably the most memorable moment, because he literally turns the kid inside out. And then, like, when society sees this, they're just like, "Oh fuck!" Like, well, I don't want that to happen to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The, their approach to sex is a really interesting one in this movie because now I'm like stepping back and I'm like what is the message that you can't trust your your sexual urges sexual urges are bad it's it's a <clears throat> kind of an interesting um uh sort of not not like a loose yeah an interesting loose end when you look at it that way because even his sexual uh, moments with the other girl were kind of weird because of the twisting so I don't know. Like, it if it, it feels like it's reinforcing, like you know, uh, be ashamed of sex sort of uh, teachings from my Catholic upbringing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not a sex positive movie. It is not. <laughs> Nobody really has. There isn't like that example of like here's it's like sex. Yeah, yeah. Here's like the nice, normal people, quote unquote, and then here's weird society. It's just kind of like it's all weird and crazy.
1: Like, what if your boobs are on the same side as the butt?
0: <laughs> Crazy. They they also, like, made a, a really big point in regards to, like, the beauty mark. And, like, when it comes to, like, the absorption, which I thought was pretty interesting. Because, like, you know, you have, like, this beauty mark, which is, like, the trademark, like, thing with appearance. But, like, it's also, like, right in line with all of the goo and the ooze that, you know, partakes in this, you know, depravity with the orgy. Uh, but like the the shot of the judge after the shuntin when you know you see like how much goo is on his body and he's got like the beauty mark now on his cheek he's smoking his cigar was very striking yeah. uh so sure like there's not there's not a lot of love <laughs> in this movie uh and you know like a lot of it is towards the final act of the movie which is why it's remembered so fondly but i i thought just the fact that they were able to like take properties from the people that they were consuming and have that be a part of that right. was, was very cool. So it just wasn't just like, okay, we're just going to like kill off all of the poor in this case. Like it would be like with a movie, like the purge. Uh, no,
1: that's interesting. Cause they're taking everything. Right. So they're not only taking even your, your flesh and blood, but you know, your characteristics that, that they find, you know, appealing and just incorporating everything into themselves. Just being very, just, hmm. you know, another level of greed. So it's Mm -hmm. poignant, I believe the word would be.
2: Mm -hmm. They take what they want. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this movie is, in terms of the theme of this month, this movie is definitely the... I don't know if it's the most, but it's definitely the most kind of just on point and blatant with its theme. You know, it doesn't try to hide anything. It's just kind of like... Weird, rich people are weird freaks. <laughs> it's like I kinda... grew up
1: that, I grew up, you know, thinking that, and I still think that, so if anybody can disprove me, go right ahead. Yep, Yeah. I mean,
0: we already know there's a bunch of sex parties happening exactly. in Beverly Hills, like that's not the new.
1: T, are you no. secretly rich?
0: I'm not secretly rich,
1: I'm not rich. That's <laughs> not a secret either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not openly really rich, and I'm not secretly <laughs> <laughs> hmm. i guess we can leave it at that there you go it's society
2: who's part of society
1: that's the thing you would know who was part of
2: society it's not like the thing where you don't know who is one of the creatures <laughs> super, cabal
1: of super rich john isn't there you <laughs> know that pentamer i can't i can't remember what it's called from uh so i married an ex-murder Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was that word that he used? The, the...
2: the Pentaver or something? Yeah. I think I made a show out of that on um, stream, a streaming channel <laughs> with Mike Myers.
1: I, I do actually believe in that conspiracy theory, guys, <laughs> that there's a bunch of rich people controlling the way that the planet works. Because, of course, because, of course, yeah. right? Because, of course. <laughs> they have their hand in everything,
0: so, yeah. Definitely.
1: It's kind
2: of like, uh, this movie is a bit like They Live. You know, it kind of has that... Oh, system. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was something that exactly. kind of...
1: In They Live, does he defeat them, or... I can't remember now.
2: I don't remember. Because
1: in this movie, like, nothing changes. Like, he is running away, yeah. and he's he lives to find another day. But there's no... He doesn't yeah, defeat society. Like, well,
0: I guess we have an opening in Washington next summer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which is appropriate. It it because conti- for what they're depicting in the movie, it just continues on. Because in real life, you it can't escape it. Yeah, you are.
1: In real life, you can't escape it either. They're reach and influence. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely. I we'll be saying this a lot throughout the next month as we go through all those movies that we selected to watch. And I'm so excited to review. Uh, I know we have a bunch coming up, but I'm most excited about uh, American Psycho. So, mm. can wait.
2: Is that the next one? What's no, the
1: No, the next one is Snowpiercer.
2: Okay, Snowpiercer, and then American Psycho.
1: Is, is that right? Perfect. And we were talking about that Snow, uh, Snowpiercer wasn't exactly horror, although it, I think it's, it's got some elements. Another movie of it delves
0: heavily into class division, much like society. And it's more—it's more, sure. it's more uh, topical in the sense that, like, Snowpiercer was also adapted into a TV series that is still ongoing, so cool. it's relevant for the time.
2: Aren't they making? A, aren't they also making? an did they already make, or aren't they making a sequel to the movie? I thought I heard an announcement or something that they were making a new Snowpiercer. Or maybe it's the TV show I'm thinking of. I've heard anything about
0: like another movie. No, i saying.
1: Yeah, that movie. Uh, the first time I watched it was a, a, I was very pleasantly surprised how good it was. And you know how like after you've seen shit movie after shit movie after shit movie, and you're kind of sad, and then you, something like that comes through that doesn't have a lot of you know super super tons of publicity. It was super that, nice.
0: That 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 is a theory. <laughs>
1: What, that it's
2: related to Seriously? Willy Wonka? Is that <laughs> oh, nice. That's
1: pretty I amazing. Have a, but I don't know how that connects. Joey really likes to follow those kinds of theories on,
2: the, on the Nice. Uh, I need to rewatch watch Snowpiercer. I watched it a long time ago, but I didn't pay. I think I was doing something while I was watching it, because I had almost no memory of it. So I, it's almost going to be like watching it. Let's right? have movie night. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Do a stream.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. Wait. It, is that uh it's it's sort of a isn't Snowpiercer a right, co American and Korean production, right?
1: Oh I had no yeah. idea.
2: And like uh Captain America is in it, right? Uh Chris uh Evans. Chris Evans, yeah.
1: Because I kept thinking,
2: I kept forgetting. Like, is there? Is it one of those things where there's a Korean version and an American remake, or it was? It, it was always just yeah, one it was movie, like, uh,
0: though, Elvis right? Winton, uh, Ed Harris is also in it.
2: Ed Harris, nice from the abyss. Yeah, you never walked away from anything in your life. Now fight. <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, that's my. I love overacting in movies when actors just like go completely crazy and chew the scenery as they say
1: i love nicholas cage
2: that scene yeah nicholas cage but that scene from the abyss with Ed harris where he's yelling at his dead wife he basically yells her back to life <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's very encouraging, (laughs) guys. Take note.
2: (laughs) Did you you get to that part of the movie yet? No, no,
1: no, not yet. I, I was, uh, it was pretty late, and uh, I was just, and it was a Wednesday, man. Like the next day at work, I was, oh, not okay. (laughs) Well,
2: spoiler,
1: uh, yeah. You can spoil it. It's the abyss. It's like forty years old, or thirty years old.
2: And also, you better hope. If you haven't finished it, hopefully you're watching the theatrical release Uh, because I just rewatched it because you mentioned it. So I thought I should rewatch it. And I rewatched the theatrical release as opposed to the director's cut, which I'm not sure is actually a director's cut. But uh, the theatrical release is way better. I I think the theatrical cut does this weird thing with the aliens that is kind of um, have you seen it? have you seen both versions <laughs> have, you, have you seen the theatrical cut oh okay yeah then that's good it's, it's one of those examples where the director's cut is worse than the original
1: really. oh really mm. wow that's because uh... usually it's like oh it's five minutes of footage that didn't really make a fucking difference yeah, this is like
2: five minutes of footage that changes the story in an annoying way, basically. Oh no, well, <laughs> like that. it kind of takes some of the fun out of the movie in a lot of ways.
1: <laughs> I'm excited to watch Snow Piercer again and not yeah. to like sort of like uh use up my comments about that review here, but I never thought it was weird to eat bugs. It's not weird to yeah. eat bugs, okay? Like that, that's it's, it, if, if it's end of days, you're gonna eat some fucking bugs, okay? You better be okay with that. Yeah, we'll probably be
2: eating bugs in the near future.
1: Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like
0: 15 yeah, I don't years. Think, I don't think I've watched it for it, it It's be... been a while. Wasn't it like made into like bars?
1: Yeah, it's made into like, so like uh, red bars. It's like Crimes of the Future. So much more pleasant than... So maybe, may, yeah, maybe no shit, you nothing know, you know, with it. it
0: it's not that, you know, they're poor and they're hungry. It's that they don't want to turn into cannibals. Picky. <laughs> Picky. Oh, yeah. there's that. Too.
2: It's, uh, it's like protein bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Which, if you've seen uh, Empire of the Sun, they have it good. Oh, uh, is that the okay. Christian Bale? One? Yeah, that's the Christian Bale one where he's a little kid. And um, it's don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> In one scene, um, there's more bugs in their food than food, in their rations. And uh, the doctor tells the kid, like, hey, you know, this is like lots of fucking protein. And he's a little tiny kid. So he's like, fuck yeah, man. And he like eats spoonfuls of bugs. Nice. So.
2: It's just cultural.
1: Exactly. Well, not cultural. It was uh, more like, uh, you know, he's a little kid. So he hasn't been taught to be grossed out about, you know, that. And so when a doctor tells him, like, that's less of protein, which is true. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh, no, I just mean it's, like, cultural to think it's weird to mm. eat bugs. I mean, You're like,
1: absolutely right. Like, a lot of people eat bugs.
2: Plus, like, a cra- crabs, crab is, like, that's like a spider, basically. It's a it's a
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I will eat some fucking crab, but. Yeah. Lobsters are. are uh, we'll be proud are, of it.
2: It's too, I believe, right? Yeah. They're spiders a Big sea spider with big claws,
1: yeah. It's very much so. People <laughs> teach us how to how to feel about what animals were are eating, and you know, there's there's a lot of indoctrination about that for sure.
2: <laughs> I blame society, it <laughs>
1: <laughs> turns out it's man <laughs>
0: <laughs> to bring it full circle. Ah, uh, so any 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 final thoughts? On I that
1: can't that yeah, I'm getting yeah. kind of loopy. Let's wrap this up.
2: <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I can't believe we went an hour on this movie. i about
1: not a full hour. We stopped talking. We stopped making sense like 20 minutes ago.
2: <laughs> and we didn't even spend a huge amount of time on the orgy scene, really.
1: Well, I mean, there's not much it's, to discuss. It's just faces it's a lot and of, fingers uh, and
0: together. See, like that's the thing. Like you can you can paint the picture, but, mm-hmm. but like it's better to actually see it when like, yeah. you have it.
1: But also. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if there were like lots of boobs. There certainly wasn't Bush. Um, so it was a very PG incest mm-hmm. orgy monster. yeah, it was it was uh,
2: extremely suggestive of nudity mm-hmm. and without actually depicting nudity and sex. yeah, yeah, but like there were body parts that looked like they should be explicit. Body parts, but then the way it was all kind of molded and done, it was just kind of like,
1: like, yeah, the the <laughs> the person in charge of uh, Skinamax definitely, like, you know, <laughs> actually, there were more boobs than Skinamax, so no,
2: oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Skinamax was like softcore porn, I mean, it's
0: it really kind of was, is. <laughs> you know, that has that has a change.
1: <laughs> is it still going on? Is there Skinamax still like a thing? Oh. <laughs> you seem not. So
0: we'll I mean, I, I, I actually don't That's have fine. Cinemax, but like when we did, that was still so ongoing in like the late block, yeah, obviously.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Like the days of of broadcast television, Cinemax. Does, so Cinemax is still a channel?
0: Yeah, it's the same wow. as like HBO, essentially. I mean, HBO has <laughs> you know, bands okay, okay. or whatever, comedy, action, and all the subgenres, you know.
2: For the, for those listening who may not know, in the old days of broadcast television, Cinemax,
1: after well, hours, after 10 p.m. Was it 10 p.m. or 11? Or yeah, I think it
2: was about 10 or 11, yeah. They would play basically softcore. They were like porn movies, but they would edit out the really... The actual
1: penis uh, and vaginas part. <laughs> you still saw boobs. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of cleavage and a lot of like, you know, yeah. And I remember the two hours a night that I would try to figure out how to watch this without my parents <laughs> knowing I was doing it. That was a big part of that was a very defining moment, moment in my life. <laughs> that, and, happened, that was the thing that I had to deal with.
2: And, and, and pre-internet someone Someone or multiple people came up with the name Skinamax. Yeah. It's like one of those cultural things where everybody knows that term, but it was (laughs) before the internet, so it just spread naturally that everybody knows (laughs) what Skinamax is.
1: I want to say Sharon Tweed. No, Shannon Shannon Tweed. Shannon Tweed. yeah. She was a big queen of softcore. Well, is mm-hmm. not and all regular that bad.
0: You know, sometimes you get great terminology spawning into existence without you know <laughs> having massive word about mm-hmm. things of mouth thanks to the internet. So you know, not not all terrible. It's not all just you know sucking off the the poor. Mm-hmm.
1: We're all society. We're just not the super elite. You know, lizards yeah. at the top.
2: Mm-hmm. The lizard people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard. They should make a sequel to this lizard people versus society.
1: Lizard te- Lizard people from the top. Ooh.
2: And it could be like fights between lizard people and the society
0: blob. Or it'll just be them versus all the politicians, since you know they are going to Washington. You know they they think they're bad. Well, that's right. They haven't even hit the the cream of the crop in this case. <laughs>
1: Look, be defeated by bureaucracy or the bureaucratical tape.
2: They can call it society two deep state.
0: (laughs) I love it. Yeah, we'll send in the script next week. Uh, But anyways, as we mentioned, uh, next week we'll be sitting down to discuss Snowpiercer, which came out in 2013, uh, directed by Bon Joon Ho. Uh, uh you know it's not uh, obviously i'm a big fan of this director i mean it's not the first movie of his that uh, we're going to be talking about it's you know because we did the host uh you know like yeah. for me like i was debating like well do i want to do this one or do i want to do parasite because you know parasite was more recent but i think for this specifically mm-hmm. um with because of the class it's a little more harder, so, for sure. there's a better fit But I like the way that Parasite really attacks the rich in this case. But most of the ones that we'll be dealing with are more, you know, the wealthy are more portrayed as the bad guys in this situation. Uh, And you see what sort of uh, divide that has in regards to the bullet train, uh, which is Snowpiercer. So that should be fun. Mm. Uh, It's more sci-fi action uh, overall, but... Still a very good watch, and uh, you know, like if you haven't seen the TV series, I know I still haven't actually sat down to watch any of it. So maybe, maybe I'll nope. actually do that after I rewatch the movie. Uh, but this was one that you know I randomly stumbled across, and I was just absolutely blown away uh, by just the overall mm-hmm. production uh, of it. So should be should be a good watch, but you know that will be next week. Uh, but, you know, all in all, good start to Plutophobia. Looking forward to all the craziness that ensues uh, with the fights in Snowpiercer. And uh, should be a good week, because, you know, we got the Predator prequel coming out here in a couple of days. Hopefully, you know, maybe we can do a watch party on, on that at, uh, at some point as well.
1: Yeah, that sounds good, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely.
0: Alright, so, uh, you know, with that being said, let's close it out so Holly can go rest up. Uh, you've been listening to... Yeah. yeah it it lay this, down. This has been episode 71 talking all about society and uh, the flesh orgy. And, but- and buttheads.
1: No. Well, incest, mean, orgy, monster.
0: Incest, wincest, <laughs> you know, whatever. To each their own. Uh, you know, Jenny has it going on for sure in this movie. That's why everyone wants her Uh, incorporated into society, Mm -hmm. but uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. You guys enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you then.